So we're going to be reading from the Gospel according to St. Matthew, a part of, of chapter 3. Now, this is a story that is familiar to many of us. And it wasn't until I was reading our denominational magazine, Holiness Today. It's a good magazine. I'd encourage you to subscribe to it. You can do that at holinesstoday.com. I was reading it, and there a man was writing about families and parents. And he based it upon the parent who speaks in this story. And so I want us to read it together. The Gospel according to St. Matthew, chapter 3, beginning at verse 13. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Then Jesus came from Galilee to the Jordan to be baptized by John. But John tried to deter him, saying, I need to be baptized by you. And do you come to me? Jesus replied, Let it be so now. It is proper for us to do this to fulfill all righteousness. Then John consented. As soon as Jesus was baptized, he went up out of the water. At that moment, heaven was opened And he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and lighting on him. And a voice from heaven said, This is my Son, whom I love. With him I am well pleased. So the Father that we're going to be be looking at today is our Father, Jesus' Father, our Heavenly Father. Now, I know it is not Father's Day, but in the New Testament and the Old Testament as well, there are not a lot of passages that specifically say, mothers, this is how to be a good mother. In fact, there are not a whole lot of passages that say, fathers, Here's how to be a good father. Instead, there are a lot of stories, stories of mothers and fathers, some who are examples of parenting poorly, and some who are examples of parenting very, very well. But the first father of all is our Heavenly Father. And so I want us to look at these words that he spoke at Jesus' baptism, and consider how those words can show us some ways to share the love of God more perfectly in our homes. Now, some of you live by yourself. Some of you aren't parents, and you say, well, I don't need to listen to a sermon about parenting. This applies to parenting, but it applies to all of us. It is a scripture about how to love. And we all need to become better at doing that. So there are three parts to what the Father said to Jesus on that day. In the first one, he says, This is my son. 
He claimed his child. So parents, claim your children. Be proud of them. God showed up at his son's baptism. So as much as you can, be present for your children at the times that are most important for them. Now, being present doesn't simply mean, well, they have a ball game or they have some kind of concert or there's some kind of event, and so I need to show up for that event. That's a good thing to do, but that doesn't make you a loving parent. Showing up means being available to them, listening to them trying to understand what it is that they are thinking, what they are feeling, what they are valuing, knowing what is important in their lives, what they think is important in their lives. Showing up means listening. Showing up means relinquishing our agenda to let them set the agenda at least for a while. Show them that they are a cherished, important part of your life and you consider them an important part of your purpose for even being here. Love them. Now, you don't have to like everything that your children are going to do. In fact, I hope that you don't like some of the things that your children do. But you can always claim them. Don't ever be ashamed of them. You don't have to own their choices. They're going to make some that are really going to be huge mistakes. But probably at those times, they need to be assured of your love for them even more than when things are going better. They don't need you to shame them at those times. So always claim them. Multiple times, I would tell my sons, I will always love you. There is nothing you can do that will ever make me stop loving you. Whatever choices you make in your life, you can know I will always love you. So not long ago, I was talking with my grandson. And I said the same thing to him. And he said, I know that. My dad tells me that. So he was listening. 
It was important. It stuck in his mind, and he knew it was important to say that to his child as well. So what else did the Father God say to Jesus on that day? He said, this is my son whom I love. Speak love to the people in your life. Tell them that you love them. Do you? Do you tell your family members often that you love them? You need to tell every person who lives in your home at least once a day, I love you. I know there are families that rarely say the words. There are way too many people who say, well, I do this, I do that. Why do they think I do all these things for them if I don't love them? I don't have to say the words. You need to say the words. Jesus, Heavenly Father, said the words. It's important to all of us to hear those words. I love you. So say those words to your children every day. You can say it in the morning. When people are going to school again, when people are going to work again, as people leave the house, it's a good thing to say. When people are getting ready to go to bed, it's a good thing to say. But there are plenty of opportunities during the day as well to say, I love you. I would encourage that you say all three words, not just love you. Those are important words. And the person to whom you're speaking them needs to, needs to realize, my heart is really in this. This is not just some kind of way I say, see you later. This is saying to you how important you are to me. And that you are important enough that I will love you. I will sacrifice myself and what I want for your benefit and to care for you. So say the words. Say, I love you. Live in a way that shows them that you love them. Last fall, we went through the study together, a study of 1 John, and the name of the book that we read was Love Like That, which meant love like Jesus. Maybe you need a refresher. Many of you read the book. Many of you participated in the small groups. So I'd encourage you, go find that book. Flip through it again. Take a look. You don't have to read every single word, but take a look at what were the points, what were the main things that he was telling to us that we learned, that we said, oh, I'm going to make that a part of my life. Look at those assessments that you took. See how you scored on them? I would encourage you to do it again. You intended to become a better lover. 
So it's been six months. Do a, a new assessment. Are you loving more like Jesus? Now that we have Right Now Media here at the church, <clears throat> you can, you can, can uh, look there. The, the lessons for the small groups are actually on Right Now Media. Put in search, love like that, and it will come up. And you can watch through those lessons. You know they were very short lessons. You can watch through those lessons again. But let us learn to love better and better, more completely, and let us learn to, to let go of that selfish stripe so that it becomes smaller and smaller. Then the last part of what the Father said to Jesus at his baptism is this. With him I am well pleased. Do your children know that you are well pleased with them? Approve your children. Affirm your children. Instead of being a critic, nourish them. <clears throat> Too often, we parents, with everything that needs done and all the things demanding our attention, too often we become critics we decide we're going to say what's necessary to get the job fixed and, and the kid better get it or else there will be consequences. Now, children need discipline. They need training. There's an awful lot they don't know. That's supposed to be the reason that we do give discipline and training. Of course they don't know. Now, you may say, oh, yes, they do. I've told them, and they're still doing what they have been told is not appropriate. Yeah, and you did too, and so did I. Sometimes we have to be convinced that mom and dad know what they're talking about. So it takes repetition and patience and perseverance to be a good, loving parent. But when correction is needed, we don't have to be a critic, tearing them down. Your child is not a loser. Don't treat them like one. Oh, yes, your child makes some unwise choices. They're learning. And one of the main responsibilities we have as parents is to help them become the person that God has planned for them to be. A person whose life is filled with goodness and love and the wisdom of God instead of filled with foolishness and destruction and evil. So what our job is as parents it is to help them to achieve the potential that God has placed in them, to help all those gifts and all of the purposes of God to become reality in their lives. You know the difference 
when someone is trying to help you, when someone is giving instruction, but it is for the purpose of helping you to develop and accomplish more and accomplish better than what you have before. You know the difference between that and someone who is a critic and tearing you down and trying to tear you apart. So don't become impatient with your children. Yes, you become tired and weary at times. But let us love one another. Take a deep breath. And then do what will help your child to become a better, wiser, kinder, more loving person. And let them know that you are well pleased with them. Maybe you can only be well pleased with them as a human being, not well pleased with what they just did. But your discipline should never cause your child to question whether you love them or not. So these principles that we've talked about, just these three things that come out of this story, they apply to all of our relationships. Our relationships with our children, yes. Our relationships with our spouses, absolutely. Our relationships with neighbors, with people we work with. some of whom are unkind. But Jesus told us that if we are filled with his spirit, then we will be filled with his character and we will love one another. And as we love one another, the spirit of God brings transformation in people's lives so that the wide, selfish streak that has permeated them, that has characterized them, becomes smaller and smaller and is replaced by the love of God. And that's what we all want to be happening in us. I already mentioned right now media. Maybe right now the stresses are especially high in your home. I would encourage you to go there if you need some parenting help. There are a number of parenting presentations there. Just put parenting up in the search box and it will give you a great number. I'm not going to tell you which one you need to watch because All the situations are different. Some of you have very young children. Some of you have teens. Some of you have young adult children. It's it's very different for all of us, and what your needs are uh, are different from the next person's needs. So I would encourage you to just put it in there and look through there and find something and see if from the Word of God someone can't teach you some skills that will help you at this time, to be loving parents to your children. If you want just a general 
a general kind of parenting for everybody. There's a, a very interesting study there, I thought. It's by Andy Stanley. It's called Parental Guidance Required. So if you want to just have a general study, you can put that in the search box, and that is what will come up. The link, the link to get you into Right Now Media, if you have not already been there, is right on our homepage. So I ask you, let us love one another. Let us allow the love of Jesus Christ to transform our hearts so that the selfishness becomes minuscule and the love of God overflows. Let us pray together. Our Father, we thank you for your love and goodness to us. And on this Mother's Day, we thank you for the women who sacrificed a great deal to give love to us and be our mothers. And for all of those mothers who are living, we pray for your blessing upon them. On this day, may they know, may they experience how great is the love and gratitude of their children. And we pray, we pray that you will give them wisdom and patience and perseverance and strength as they continue to serve and love their families. But I pray for your blessing for all of us. Transform our hearts, renew our minds. May our character be so transformed that when people encounter us, they see Jesus and they experience his love. We ask this in his name, for his honor and glory. Amen. God bless you. May you have a wonderful week filled with the love of Christ.